What's up, everybody? Terminal Transmissions here. Transmissions. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming at you again. Another episode. Yeah. Thursday edition of Terminal oh, Transmissions. Thursday episode of the best ups. <laughs> Thursday. Right. We're basically the Mjolnir of podcasts. I love it. Love it. So starting it out in TV, which is really a radical departure. Yeah, as we don't. <laughs> we... Uh, I, I I haven't seen this show yet, but I wanted to talk about it. So just quickly, I actually like saw the the pilot posted today, and I uh-huh. was like, I should watch this, and then I forgot. Oh yeah, so we're gonna talk about a new show called Helsing, and it seems really fucking cool. It is an action horror show, as you do with right. with anything very Helsing. very popular these days. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's definitely in the direction that they took it. So what they did was it's. Um, which I, I liked how it was described. It said near distant future. Right. Which I was like, I don't think that I've ever seen those two words put together, right. but I like it. A long time from now in the not too distant far ago future. <laughs> yeah. So it's in a post-apocalyptic near distant future in which vampires have taken over the world. Uh, a la, what was that movie with? Um, it was a firefight. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, from Dust Till Dawn. No, yeah. Night of a Thousand Corpses. No. no, what was it? Dark all the time. No, uh, Ghost in the Darkness. God damn it! Forty days, forty nights. I hate you. I so know much. what you're talking about, but yeah. I can't remember the name. Yeah, yeah. It, it ha- was it was him and fucking uh, Training Day, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> what was that vampire movie with? There was a firefight in Training Day. You know what I'm talking right. about. Uh, but yeah, in, in a similar vein to that. Uh, it's a world where vampires have taken over, and a girl descendant of Van Helsing wakes up in a hospital, a la 28 Days Later, mm-hmm. except that there's actually people there, and she, she's got the power. Yeah, yeah so very Buffy the Vampire Slayer-esque. She but has, good. Don't be mean. <laughs> um, you, had, you, had, you just had to see it. During the time. Right. You had to be, you had to care about it in the 90s. Right. If you had watched it as like a 12 year old kid, you would have been like, dude, this show is dope as hell. Yeah. You can't, you just can't jump into Buffy as like a 30 or one year old. I fucking tried and I got through like four seasons, which is less seasons than I got through of Trailer Park Boys. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. You're a monster from comparing those two. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, yeah. She's got powers a la a slayer. She just be, she starts, Killing vampires all over the place, off Getting the chain. Them. But yeah, it's um, it's based on a comic book, and it is developed. It was developed by Neil mm-hmm. Labute. I don't know Labute, probably who developed Hell on Wheels, mm-hmm. which we've talked about multiple times in passing. As uh, I, I loved Hell on Wheels, so fucking off the chain. But yeah, I don't know too much about it. I just read an article about it, watched a couple trailers, and it seems really fucking dope. So I want to I want to dive into it, but. 
yeah, it seems really neat. It seems really like something that I could I could uh, get my feet wet wet on. Yeah, I was kind of flipping through the Rolodex of hot and zesty new shows mm-hmm. uh, today, and I saw that and was like, oh, I got to check this out. But then I totally got sidetracked doing a bunch of other shit, like playing Concept nonstop for fucking six hours. Off the chain. Which, if you haven't played it, it's a board game that we've been obsessed with at work. That's yeah. a fucking dope. Concept. Get you a case. It's like 40 bucks on Amazon. Maybe oh, 38 really? That's not bad. Yeah, so scoop one up if you like games like fucking Pictionary and uh, Sherrod's. Yeah. That's how you say it, Sherrod's. I've only yeah. ever read it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Char- Charities, I think, is it, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's Van Helsing, right? Or is it just Helsing? It's Van Helsing, right? I thought it was Van Helsing. You said Helsing earlier. Yeah, I just wrote down Helsing in my notes, and I and then I immediately regretted that decision. Yeah, see, those are the, the, the flaws of handwritten notes. Fickle mistress. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, nothing to do with the notes. It's just he wrote it down wrong. Anyway. Well, I, I, I do that with all of them, but usually I actually fucking know what they are. Right, right, right. Uh, but yeah, it looks cool. I, I'm definitely interested in it. Uh, so I'll probably be checking it out. But I definitely it sounds will. like it's right yeah. up my alley. Yeah, I like I like post-apocalyptic stuff, which which is um we, we've been having an enormous influx of, which is cool. Yeah, I mean, I like I like monster shows. I like I like monsters in general, vampires. And uh, werewolves, etc. Yep. So, you know, everything except aquatic ones. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of, uh, I don't know if you guys know about this. It's a kind of a more obscure monster. Mm-hmm. The Grismas. <laughs> you ever heard of the Grismas? <laughs> so what you do is you, you set you up a bear trap with some candy cane fragments. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Grismas walks out and you put a stocking over his head. <laughs> and <laughs> Anyway. You're the worst human being. So, Schlemmy Schlammin' on over to Science Town, uh, where all the science men live and all the science buildings. Of course. Um, Arcologies. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Arcologies of just, of just science-lers. Uh, so, anyway, I wanted to talk about another fucking stem cell goddamn thing, because you know I'm obsessed. I love it. Uh, but I want to talk about this, uh, this kid named uh, Christopher Boson, who mm-hmm. was in an accident uh, like very shortly after his 21st birthday. Um, he lost control of his car uh, in like a fishtail in some, some rainy weather. Crashed into like a pole and like a tree and like a volcano and like a train. And he <laughs> with, had everything. Bees. He had everything hard that exists. Right. There were bees. Yeah, there were bees. I think there was like a, some bleach, um, <laughs> like a bunch of a bunch of a issues. Nirvana. A bunch of issues of the bleach manga were laying on the ground. Yeah, he tripped. There was just a Nirvana album just laying right there, and he got it. Yeah, yeah. He stepped on the disc, uh, flipped it, flipped his lid, and hurt himself. So he, uh, for the past, like, it, this wasn't that long ago. Right. Uh, but he was, uh, like, fully paralyzed from the neck down. Mm-hmm. And, like, his parents, or the doctors told his parents, like, eesh, probably going to be jammed up. <laughs> right. Uh, so they just happened, the timing just happened to be right that he got into an experimental fucking stem cell trial. Right. Um, it's uh, done by some scientists at uh, the USC Neuro Restoration Center. And I love this, the Keck Medicine of USC. K-E-C-K. Anyway, um, so he got into this trial where they took these AST-OPC1 cells, uh, which is similar to the cells that we talked about last time. Mm -hmm. It's the embryonic cells that can kind of be coaxed into turning into other cells. Okay. Um, So they turned them into, here we go, science word. You guys ready? I'm probably going to say this wrong, but I'm going to try it. Oligodendrocyte progenitor cells. Oh. uh, Which is basically brain and spinal cord cells. Um, it's It's specifically the ones that like, replenish nerve cells in those areas of your body. Okay. So they coaxed these um, stem cells into turning into those, fired them up, shot them full of it, and uh, within two weeks, 
he started regaining use of his uh, of his arms. So now it's been three months after the procedure. He can use a cell phone. And he can operate his wheelchair by himself. He's like working on strengthening his arms, like lifting weights and stuff, doing uh, PT. He can hug his friends and family. He can feel his arms and his hands. Super fucking cool, man. Yeah, this is like the coolest thing that's ever happened. Yeah. This is another just like, if you have opposed some cell research, like actually fuck you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so this is, I, this, and this entire subject is, is, is near and dear to me. Uh, so I don't, I don't know if we've ever, I don't think we have, but let's get into some backstory. Yeah. So just some backstory. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever talked about it on the podcast, but, uh, I broke my neck two days before my 17th birthday. This is not a bit. Uh, I was in a bad, bad, bad car accident and I broke my neck. Luckily I wasn't paralyzed or anything, but it was a very, uh, iffy period of time, uh, before, you know, I got my neck fused and everything. And, and there was, uh, there was a lot of fears that something would happen. I would right. slip and fall or something and, uh, I would get paralyzed and, and it's, so it's, um, it was a very difficult time for me and it was, and so that's why like anytime that I hear anything about this kind of stuff after having lived with a very real and pressing, you know, fear right. of, of, of paralysis, uh, high, high, high risk of it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and retrospect, you know, like I came incredibly close to, uh, being a quadriplegic. Right. And, uh, I, I snapped my, um, C5 vertebrae, which is in the zone where you don't want to be snapping vertebrae. Right. Uh, that's not r- that you want to anywhere. Yeah. But yeah. It's yeah. in like the, the hot and ready zone. Yeah. Yeah. The they're, five dollar hot and ready. Yeah. There, there are, there are definitely other vertebrae that are less likely to just permanently fuck you up than the first five. Yeah. And I, I, I broke my fifth one. They used their boss scan from far away and found his weak point and fucking <laughs> cracked him one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so this is kind of something that, you know, I've been reading about for a long time that they've been talking about doing stuff like that. Stem cell therapy for, for paralysis and stuff. And so it's, it's been very near and dear to me, you know, knowing about the, these kinds of therapies that have been happening all over the, the rest of the, the world. Right. It's very brand new to America. Uh, but other parts of the world have been doing this shit for fucking forever. Right. And they've been having a lot of success with it. And so it, it was very, it was very, very uh, difficult for me to discuss stuff like stem cell and the opposition thereof uh, with some other people that are like, Oh, well stem cell, you know, that's, that's automatically like it's evil and stuff. Right. And also to get a little bit of backstory, both uh, me and Danny is that we're, we're both from East Texas where, uh, it's firmly in the grass. Oh, yeah. Fucking taint deep in the Bible belt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not where you want to be for forward thinking. Not that, not that the forward thinking persons don't live in East Texas, but that you're much more prone to push back especially when dealing with things like stem cells and, and, um, uh, yeah, they experimental prefer, they medicine prefer walls over there. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. Like just talking about that a little bit, just like, uh, you know, reading about stuff like this years ago, uh, and talking about it, Russia of all places doing stem cell research, India, which India actually does a lot of, um, like me- experimental cutting edge, uh, medical work and stuff, right. which is really neat. Uh, but they've been fucking with stem cells for a very long time. And and having a lot of success in this area, so it's really cool that we're finally getting this shit in America because there are people right now in America that are paralyzed that don't need to be. Right. I mean, no one needs to be, but you know, like that have no business being paralyzed. Right. right. They could be getting therapy that could potentially restore some of their feeling, uh, right. a huge amount of it, right. or, or you know, their like actual motor function. 
and they just can't because we've demonized this fucking technology. Which right. Is, it's insane is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, to, to the point of like twice, uh, president George W. Bush, and I'm not trying to beat up on Bush or get political or anything, but twice we had a sitting U S president at least twice, twice. And I know that George W. Bush vetoed stem cell research funding in America. What? Like that, that's real. That happened. Like yeah. scientists were like, Hey, we really need to start working on this stem cell stuff for like, this is fucking important. Yeah. And a sitting president was like, Ooh, no. And it like, that means that it passed everything else. It passed in the house, right. it passed in the Senate, you know, got to the president's desk and he was like, mm, no, no, not yeah, for me. Yeah. Not going to do, not going to do the stem cells guys. Yeah, I'm not, that's not feeling it. Yeah. That's not, it's not really, it's not up my alley. Yeah. Not really a stem cell guy. Yeah, you know? not, a big, not a big stem cell guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I don't like stems in my stuff. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I yeah. didn't like the cell. It was scary. <laughs> I like both Vincent D'Onofrio and Jennifer Lopez, but I wasn't into the film. I'm going to say no thanks. <laughs> okay, so we're going to do something a little cool. Uh, and in that we are going to do my video game, which is also like a movie thing. Oh, video games in the theater. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, there is a game that came out earlier this year called Firewatch. I never actually got to play it, but I was very interested in it. But you got to play it, and you um, were less than um, the blown game. Away. The game was phenomenal. It was beautiful. The storyline was cool. The dialogue was great. The gameplay was fun, but it was fucking too short and abrupt as fuck. Yeah, yeah, that's what you had said, and it, and it bummed me out. And so I never even got to play it. I, I do plan on playing it at some point, but. Um, it was very well received by critics mm-hmm. uh, and fans alike, and uh, it, it did well financially. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it a little bit before, but um, it's cool because now a movie is getting made about it, mm-hmm. which is really, 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 really cool. So uh, Campo Santo, which was the the actual team that that did the game, that mm-hmm. made the game, um, and it's their their like only game to date that they they've done, right? Uh, but they have reached a deal with Good Universe Productions, mm-hmm. which are the people that did uh, Neighbors. Yep, uh, and they and Neighbors Two, Old Boy, the remake of mm-hmm. Old Boy, and Don't Breathe, which is fucking blowing up in theaters right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the not a small company. No, no, they made some solid films. Yeah, yeah. I really like Neighbors. I really want to see Neighbors Two. I haven't seen it yet, but I, I actually really, like Neighbors Two more than the first one. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, so um, pumped about it. But yeah, I did not expect that. I, I thought that it was going to be like some fucking jeans fucking production company. Right, right, right. That like made cr- crud mud Marvel's Avengers <laughs> bullshit. <dirt. laughs> yeah, they just made like some straight to fucking DVD or straight to at TV, something like that. But no, like these are fucking big, big films that are in theaters. Right. Uh, so yeah, so it the game, just to give it a little bit of backstory, is uh, set in 1989, Wyoming. And it basically is all about two characters and their interactions, which is done almost all via like a, a walkie talkie. They're voiced by Rich Sum- uh, Summer, which uh, he's in Mad Men mm-hmm. and uh, Sissy Jones from The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's basically like the story is like a suspense kind of, I don't know, a thriller game, I guess. Right. Um, and it's all just dialogue and story driven. 
Yeah. There, yeah. there are gameplay mechanics and it is, you actually do stuff, but it's mostly about like f- solving the mystery and learning about the characters. Yeah. And their interaction. So I you think have a that fuck this ton of like dialogue choices and stuff. Yeah. And I think that this is really cool and something that could, that could, you know, do very well. What's, what's the new movie? Um, the space movie that has, um, Chris Pratt in it. Oh, passengers. Yeah. Yeah. Passengers. Like I, I could, I could see it succeeding in, in a way that like passengers uh, is succeeding and doing well with the, with, uh, critics and everything. Um, even though passengers is not yet, but like same kind of thing. It's like two, right, right, right. two characters, dialogue driven. Um, yeah, I could, I could see this doing, doing something like that. And I think that that could be really fucking cool for me personally, having played the game, it would be very important to only ever have the female character's voice mm-hmm. because that's the game. You don't right. ever actually meet her in real life. Right. Um, but I don't know how well that would work. It would be a very like, like fucking, her? it would be like a very niche movie. Yeah. Like her did it. Her it, did it, but like, there's still like, I feel like there's more to it mm-hmm. as opposed to just being a radio, like a okay. walkie talkie. Yeah. But, but I'm, I'm interested to see how they actually change it to make it. Yeah. But it would be really cool. Yeah, it sure. would be very cool. But yeah, it, it's really interesting, and um, it's extra cool because normally movies that are based on video games are fucking awful. So <laughs> it's actually this is one that Not, I could nine hundred and ninety nine times out of a thousand. Yeah, and I could actually see this one doing really well. Yeah, which is which is neat. And I mean, to be fair, it's not your typical video game, right? By so, any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, so I mean, I, I'm I'm excited to see uh, what they do with this. I mean, I think I think it's pretty fucking cool. Um, but other than that, there's no real info out on it. There's no like, I mean, this is like just fucking happened. The, the deal just happened. Mm-hmm. So no one's cast yet. No one's, uh, yeah, no one's no one's locked in. Uh, there's no director. There's no cast. So uh, it remains to be seen what this is going to shape itself into. But I am optimistic. Yeah, it could be really, really, really cool if they pull it off. And so I'm interested. I'll definitely check it out. Yeah. At, le- at least follow it as it's as, you know as it's in production. See what the casting's like, and yeah. as we get some t- some trailers and whatnot. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So swingling, dinging onto movies. Uh, I. It's funny because you talked about a video game that wasn't isn't really a video game. Right. And I'm talking about a movie that isn't really a movie. Right. So I wanted to talk about this like interesting Netflix original quote movie called right. Meridian, mm-hmm. which is. A very weird, spooky, like just disjointed, confusing twelve-minute movie. Um, but it's actually like a movie. It's pr- it's well produced and has like a score and like r- really good production value. But basically, they made this movie. They released it. It's on Netflix. You can right. go, go watch it. Uh, to it's released to everyone. But they created it as like a test. So. Netflix is always trying to improve upon their like encoding mm-hmm. so that they can, you know, save money and, and save bandwidth for, for customers right? by making things, you know, easier to, to stream, mm-hmm. um, save money, save money. Secondarily, they also have, um, a lot of issues with, so they have to do a whole lot of masters, uh-huh. um, for different regions cause they do localization. So like mm-hmm. in Japan, all frontal nudity has to be blurred. And they have a bunch of uh, dubs and like subtitles. And these are all masters that are sent to the different regions. Oh, okay. Um, And that's hugely expensive in terms of mastering. And also if you mess up, 
Like, oh, we accidentally sent the Brazilian dub to Japan or Germany. Sure. Then you have to do it again. Oh, and wow. And you're, you're, you're using up a ton of, uh, of resources. So they're really working on trying to improve their encoding. So this Meridian movie is essentially just a test movie designed to just fucking ravage their goddamn encoding software. It's got all kinds of things in it, like um, weird lighting and weird sound, like just like distortion and like just a bunch of scenes of like, here's like a thunderstorm with like a lot of weird lighting and a lot of like static from the, the from the rain. And like, here's all these scenes with like smoke and like lights. Like uh, there's one scene where there, it's kind of like an old school, like noir detective office where they're like sitting on a desk and there's like sunbeams coming through the window at an angle and like passing through cigar smoke. And all these things are designed to like trip up encoding software huh. to make it harder for them to encode. So then they can then study this data and then improve their encoding software. That's so weird. So it's literally a 12 minute movie of just all these different like tropes <laughs> to just like batter these fucking encoding bots. Um, but they posted it so you can just go watch it. Yeah. That's so crazy. That's so crazy. Um, yeah. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's also specifically designed. It's 4k. It, it can, it can play the, the Meridian can be played in 4k. To then also improve that because that's becoming more mainstream. People, right. People having 4K displays. Right. Um, but yeah, so I'm just reading an example from the article I read. Uh, there's old grainy footage with lots of noise, uh, cigarette smoke, fog, moving objects in the background, uh, other sources of visual noise. So apparently a lot of films have static backgrounds. Like okay. even when you're, when you're shooting a scene, even in, in, the, in, in real life, the background doesn't really change. Sure. Maybe you have a car pass through. Uh-huh. But they've gone out of their way to like, we're shooting this scene and then the sky in the one shot it, without changing the frame, the sky becomes like a storm. So oh, you have wow. this like bright blue sky and then you see all the dark clouds rolling in in the background behind the actor. Okay. And that's another thing to just like fucking slam the encoding <laughs> and just be like, here, try and fucking compensate for this and encode this right. <laughs> so I think it's really cool. Uh, it's a Netflix original, so it goes right along with all the other, like, they, you know, they've released all these TV shows and movies that are fucking phenomenal. Right. Go watch Meridian. It's only 12 minutes long. It's funny. It's, it's actually kind of entertaining yeah. to watch because it's knowing what it is. I can't imagine people that just came across this on their fucking, <laughs> like their queue and were like, what in the fuck is this movie? Yeah. Cause That's it doesn't, so it doesn't say like, right. This is our fucking test footage to like work on our encoding software. It's just, so it has funny. like a little description and then you watch it and you're like, what the fuck is this weird fucking like, what is this? That's so I, funny. IFC midnight fucking cans film festival bullshit. Um, but yeah, it's, it's funny. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Netflix is out there doing it. Yeah. I, and, I like it. And yeah. it's, it's a super cool, weirdest fuck idea. I would have never known. And so you sent the art, the article to me today. Yeah. I would have never known anything like this yeah. would even be dreamt up by someone. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy. Another cool. cool thing about it is they also are just giving it out to competitors for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's nice. Like they just, they're just like, here, Hulu and Amazon, you guys can just have this too and work on your encoding. Yeah, make everything better. Yeah. that's And that's super cool. And I, I love that idea, you know, and like Tesla did uh, a similar thing. Right. It was just like, cool, like, let's better the world and let's better the industry. Maybe at potentially at like some cost to us, but like it doesn't matter. Let's right. make things better instead of just the ultra capitalist model of like everything has to be a competition for the sake of competition. Right. No matter what across the board. And I like that. I, I think that's a really outmoded idea. Yeah. And I think that, you know, as we've seen loss of proprietary software and, right. and we've seen like uh, open source becoming so much more prevalent. Uh not nearly enough yet, but 
it is becoming more prevalent. Right. And, and it, it's so cool to see even honestly, honestly, just like a shift in, in, a, in the idea in the paradigm of right. it is, is really cool. Uh, I like that. I like that a lot. So it's, yeah. And, and for me personally, like, and, 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 you know, no Netflix has had to raise their monthly cost a couple of times, I think twice. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and people freak out and cancel and whatnot. Right. And that's fine. Like, I mean, I get it. You know, some people can literally, some people can afford eight bucks a month and can't afford nine. Like right. you're already making a stretch to get the expense and that's, sure. that's fine for me personally. I'll go out of my way to support Netflix. Sure. I don't, yeah. I don't actually even use my Netflix. Right, right, right. Like I don't. Yeah. Um, but I still pay for it. And the reason being one, they're fighting for free internet. Right. Like they're yeah. fighting, they're fighting against all these bills of like privatizing internet and yeah. like, you know, um, uh, bandwidth limitations. They're, right. they're, they're, they're constantly combating that. And two, they're original programming. Right. Yeah. yeah like, absolutely. Fuck, they get my money to make more in Marvel series. Right. Like, uh, Luke Cage comes out in like a week. Right. Not, not yeah. even a week, four days. This yeah, Friday, yeah. Luke Cage comes out. Yeah, day and I'm after fucking this, yeah. rip roaring, ready to go. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. When this airs tomorrow, yeah. uh, t- tonight at midnight. <laughs> right. As you're listening to this, tonight at midnight, yeah. Luke Cage comes out full season. Watch the whole thing. Netflix original programming is fucking phenomenal. So, yeah, absolutely support this. Yeah. No, I'm basically the same way. I, I watch very, very little TV. As, as much as like I love watching TV, I, I, I find very little time yeah. to just sit you down just and watch. You just have way less free time than I do. Yeah. Uh, I don't do nothing. <laughs> and, um, but I love Netflix and, and exactly right. Like I, I love the idea of Netflix right. so much so that like, honest to God, I've been paying for Netflix for literally the past like five fucking years. Yeah. And there, there's entire stretches of time. And I'm talking sometimes six, seven, eight months where I don't even turn the fucker on. Like I, but I don't care. Yeah. I will just actually just keep giving them money. Yeah. I haven't used my Netflix in a couple months. Yeah. I, barely have y'all seen daredevil y'all seen stranger things <laughs> yeah. i can have my fucking eight bucks yeah absolutely so yeah i uh yeah and it's wild to think about what it's become it started off as just like renting dvds in the mail yeah and yeah, just yeah. Obli- obliterated blockbuster just with that and then right. now it's like fucking it's become a whole other thing that's like changed the entire yeah. like landscape yeah the entire landscape of like tv quote yeah. tv it is irreparably changed yeah to the point that it's the future now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's to the point that like literally 10 years from now, which is just going to blow by uh, 10 years from now, like it's we might not even have cable anymore. Yep. It's just like everything's going to go to just the internet. Yeah. I mean, fucking have you seen PlayStation View? Yeah, absolutely. Sony, Sony has just TV on their PlayStation now. You can just pay a monthly fee and yeah. have basically cable yeah. just streaming on your console without getting a contract or yeah. anything like that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it just makes fucking sense. Yeah. It's just like HBO did it. Like HBO now, like you don't even have to have, you know, cable anymore. It used to be like you had to you had to actually purchase HBO as a channel within your satellite or cable subscription. Yeah. And now, you know, HBO did the smart fucking thing and was like, no, you can just you pay can do either. Yeah, you can do that, or you can just pay us money and watch our shows in an, in an unlimited format, no no uh, no commercials or anything. Cause yeah, it, and it's like on the minute. So you have there's other there's other stations that have done this where sure. uh, lots and lots and lots of them have now. You can log in with your cable subscription right, and right. watch shows. Um, and more and more of them are starting to move to that. Mm-hmm. Also, you can just pay us ten bucks a month and you get all of our stuff. Right. Some of them are delayed. Right. It's the next day or an hour right. later. HBO Go, HBO Now. It's on the fucking minute. Right. Like when we go, we would go over to Trev's to watch Game of Thrones. Right. It's fucking at like seven fifty eight. That shit was ready, and you just <laughs> yep. fired up, and you're watching yep. it right along with the people who have cable. Yeah. 
And, and that, I think that that's where it's going. Yeah, I think, absolutely. Yeah. And this is a hundred, hundred percent thanks to Netflix. Yeah. Without a doubt, without Netflix. I mean, this would have happened eventually anyway. Sure. But it all happened in this timeline because of Netflix. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, soon it's just going to be like, pay, pay like you do for Netflix, pay your like $10 a month, $9 a month or whatever, and just get all the quote unquote regular channels, right. get your ABC, NBC, CBS, and you're just going to get all of those. Yeah. Just like you buy cable, yeah. but just you're going to be streaming it all. Yep. And it's just like more and more shows are going to like the uh, the non um, like weekly format and right. just like dumping it all out at once. And that's so fucking cool. Yeah, it's great. But more than anything, just fucking getting away from commercials, man. Yeah. I will give I would give even if they didn't have cool fucking shows mm-hmm. of their own, I would give Netflix money just to get away from commercials, dude. Yeah. Like I fucking hate commercials. Hate it. Yeah, and that's the thing is like Hulu, you can pay an extra like two bucks a month and right. not have commercials. There's still a few. Sure. Uh, but it's it's not the commercials, it's the shows. Right. So there's some like shows that have deals with Hulu that are like, you have to play one commercial yeah. when you play our new episode. Yeah. And I don't mind it as much because it is reduced. Right. So I, I really don't mind. But like, dude, trying to watch TV like at someone's house when they just have like a show on. It's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. When you're used to it, like like I am now, like where I normally, if I do watch TV, it, it's it's uh, from a stream. It's a fucking nightmare. Like I swear to God, it feels like it's like every three minutes they right. stop for like five minutes to show you commercials. I hate it. I fucking hate it. Yeah, and it's interesting how the landscape of advertisement is changing too. Because like for instance, so even if you're watching, you know. If you're if you're on YouTube or Hulu, you get a couple of ads here and there. Sure, you can pay more on Hulu to not have ads. You can get ad block on fucking right, on right. YouTube and not have ads on there. Right. Eventually, that industry is going to be fucking completely a different thing. Yeah. For like right now, mm. the best advertising campaign on earth is uh-huh. fucking Arby's goddamn Facebook account. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Without a, without a question. Yeah. Because they make me fucking want to eat Arby's. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not even kidding. Right, I, don't, right. I haven't thought about Arby's since we did the fucking Meat Mountain Challenge two years ago. Right. But literally, like, seeing, like they posted, the, did you see the one from today, the South Park one? Uh-uh. They posted a thing of curly fries and, like, a little ketchup outline of Kenny. Uh-huh. And it actually is, it, like, moves. And they, like, take, they take a fry and, like, swipe it across his face and, like, smear his face in, like, <laughs> ketchup blood. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and then they did the fucking Kratos one yesterday. Right, right. I and saw like, that they one, did yeah. like a fucking Kingdom Heart one like two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's cool. And and it, it, it that's what we need. It's like yeah. let's get away from this like well and also like we we've seen like marketing being being much smaller and more succinct, more bite sized. Right. And like we're getting away from the what we grew up with, like of fucking commercials being like these long fucking three and a half minute oh, goddamn Jesus. short films. And it's like we don't fucking want this, dude. Like I don't want you to show me like, oh, look at this new car that you're totally not ever going by. Yeah. I don't fucking care about that. Give me back to my show. Yeah. You know, um, let me so- just have two 30 minute episodes twice a week. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's the way to do it. Genius. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, yeah, I love Netflix and everything they stand for. Same. Beautiful. Thanks, Netflix. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm, I'm, just want to throw it in. I'm fucking pumped up about Luke Cage. Yeah, dude. I'm God ready to go. It. So I'm going to be out of town for the rest of this week. Uh, uh, I'm getting back Friday. And as soon as I'm like done doing my Friday stuff. You're crushing it? Oh, yeah. It's just going to be done? Uh, yeah. One sitting? Uh, yep. You're going to go get an Arby's. You're going to sit down. You're going to be ready to go. Yeah. Arby's, give us money. We're giving you some plugs. Yeah. Arby's and our Netflix, if you ever wanted to sponsor <laughs> a tiny little pathetic podcast, 
You can help us grow, though. Yeah. And I guarantee if you help us grow, we'll wrap Netflix and Arby's till our fucking teeth fall out. Oh, yeah. I'd, to I'd be eat. fair, all like fake marketing aside, have you ever had Arby's? Oh, off the chain. Off the chain. Have you ever had horsey sauce and Arby's sauce mixed together? Because it's the best goddamn bro, thing. Bro, You ever put fucking curly fries, horsey sauce, and Arby's sauce on a burger with just fucking hot Ooh. and zesty roast beef? You ever uh, had a meat mountain? Oh, yeah. Off the chain. The meat mountain's too much food for a normal person or even an abnormal person, but it's actually delicious. It is absolutely delicious. Arby's food, let's be perfectly real. Arby's food is next level fast food. They get a lot of hate. Yeah, a lot do. of unnecessary Oh, yeah. They, they absolutely do because it's like they get lumped into fucking just like McDonald's and Burger King and Jack in the Box and stuff. Yeah. No. They are fucking a cut above all of that yeah. shit. Let's be perfectly real. Or even a slice. <laughs> you get it? Because they, they slice the roast beef. Anyway... See you next week.